I looked up at the clock as the hand struck midnight. My eyes strained as I tried to focus on the full moon that peeked out of the cuckoo clock. Damn you, Martha. Damn that clock. Damn that tune. I reached for the bottle that now kept me company after the divorce and poured it into a dusty glass. I really needed to hire a maid at some point. With a sigh, I put down the pen that I was using to write up the report after my last fiasco and picked up the glass to drain it. God damn it, Clay, what happened to you? Why did all of this happen? I paused for a moment, took a swig of the giggle juice. For some reason, though, it wasn't as amusing tonight as it usually was. I knew you for such a long time, but God, you had me fooled. Can't believe someone didn't get to you first. I went to take another drink, decided to forego the glass and just grab the bottle. Taking a long swig, the harsh liquid burning down my throat into my stomach. I looked at the half-full glass on the desk next to the paperwork I needed to finish and smirked. At least I can say I'm being responsible and not drinking all of it. Chuckling at my own dark humor, I went to finish the bottle, but was interrupted by a sound I dreaded more than anything else. A knock on the door. I put the whiskey down and picked up my 38 special, just for special occasions like this. Come in. I waited in silence for a moment, watching the motes of dust swirl around my office as they illuminated by the lamp on my desk. You gonna put down that gun first? I pulled the hammer back with a satisfying click. No. At least promise not to shoot. I'm already having a tough night. Come in. And we'll find out if it gets any worse. I paused to give dramatic effect. Or you can stay out there and I can make sure of it. Alright, I'm coming in. I know that finger's just itching, but just let me ask before you pull the trigger. Depends on what you have to say, I muttered. But, against my better judgment, I let the handle turn. I watched, eyes locked on the door as it opened without incident. I rested my hand on the desk in front of me, displaying my revolver in case a man wanted to start any funny business. The young man paused as he peeked around the crack in my direction. Huh. You are not what I was expecting. Kid looked to be about 25 with shaggy dishwater blonde and stubble only children can produce. Are you, uh, Richard Sawyer? Well, my friends call me Dick, but you're not my friend. So, call me Mr. Sawyer. What do you want? Um, well, they say you're a pretty good private eye, and, uh, I, I need someone found. I grimaced and rubbed my eyes. And I need sleep, but I haven't gotten that in days. What do you need found? The quicker you tell me, the quicker I'm done, and the quicker I can get some rest. So I need a name and whatever else you can tell me. Uh, well... Well, come on. Spit it out. I don't have all night. Well, see, my sister is missing, and I, I need someone to help find her. I've tried myself, but I haven't made any headway. Okay, well, what did you do so I know what to avoid? Well, uh, I searched her apartment, and uh, I searched her boyfriend's place, and I had no luck there. You checked her boyfriend's flat, but you didn't actually ask her boyfriend. He, uh, he wasn't home. So you were breaking and entering. He looked uncomfortable. I have permission to be there, right? Okay, so let me get this straight. 
You only check the places where you think she stayed. No, no, no. I also checked where she worked. Okay. Works. Works. Well, where, where was that? The trap door. Oh, the speakeasy down the road? He looked at me expectantly. Uh, you know it? No. I said quickly. No, nope, never heard of it. Uh, where is that? It's it's just next to the Gilded Laurel. And there it was again. The Gilded Laurel. Already had one strike against it, and this made me wonder if it held more secrets than I knew. I turned my attention back to the potential paying customer, other hand reaching for my glass. So what did she do there? She waited. I cocked an eyebrow. And is that all she did there? The young man looked uncomfortable once more, now fidgeting where he stood. If we want to find her, I need to know all that there is to know. Okay, alright, well, she was a dancer. Hmm, this might change some things, depending on who her clients were. I pondered for a moment. We might definitely have to see where this one goes. Well, what's your name, kid? It's David Torrent. I threw back the last finger of whiskey and put the glass down gently. I sighed and rubbed at my temples. Alright, Jack. Just give me a minute until that shot kicks in, and then I'll go pay him a visit. It's David, sir. Are you hiring me to find your lost sister, or to call you by your name? Well, if I'm paying you, I would have thought you might treat me with some respect. Well, that costs extra. The kid sighed, I chuckled to myself. Finally, he held out his hand. Fine. Just find my sister. Whatever you say, Jack. I got up, sliding my gun back into the holster at my hip, and I grabbed my overcoat. The kid took a step to the door, waiting for me. I raised my eyebrow. You going somewhere? I can't sit here and wait. I'm coming with you. I don't have time to babysit. You're paying me to do a job, so just stay out of the way and let me work. Whatever you say, Rick. I glared at him, and then cracked a slight smile. You got the right attitude, kid, but keep up or I'll leave you behind. Let's hit the streets.